Hello and welcome to another episode of the JRE Review, where what we do on this podcast is we review the Joe Rogan Experience podcast for the week. We talk about the best and most interesting parts, things that have inspired people. I often have we'll have guests on. Um, it, basically, this podcast is like the news is to current events. There's no affiliation with the Joe Rogan Experience, but I just report on. Uh, the most fascinating parts, things that were interesting. And then I love to have guests on that have been inspired by the Rogan podcast series over the years, and they get to talk about things that they've implemented and changed in their life uh, for the better. Um, this week we had podcast 1200. 1200, he's done 12 fucking hundred. Well, more with the MMA ones, but Ross Egley. Now, Ross is an English guy, awesome dude. Um, first man to swim around England. He has a lot of different like endurance feats of swimming, but swimming around England is incredibly difficult. It's 2,000 plus miles. It took him like six months. He was swimming like 12 hours a day. Some parts are so cold, especially up around Scotland. I just can't even imagine how this guy was able to do it. Absolutely unbelievable. What a feat and well done, Ross. Um, super inspiring and a really well thought out intelligent guy um, and not someone you think of to be a swimmer the dude is jacked follow him on Instagram he's got a great Instagram he was at sea for 157 days which as you can imagine would take huge mental toughness and really what got him started is he was talking about wanting to do these big swims and he was talking to some military guys British Marines and an officer came up to him and said, "Why don't you just, why don't you just step it up and swim around England?" Almost a bit kind of like tongue in cheek, um, sarcastic, but at the same time, um, you know, it resonated with Ross, and he said, "You know what? Fuck it, I'm going to do this," and decided to do it. Now people were like, "That's impossible. You can't do it. It's too far." But he makes the point that a guy in 1870 called Captain Webb was told the same thing, that it's impossible to swim the English Channel. And he went ahead and did it. So, you know, Ross talks about how it's just, you know, it's about pushing your boundaries, which is something that resonates always with Joe. And Joe is really impressed by um, You can tell that Joe, when it comes to these sorts of activities, just sees them as just bonkers, really. Like, so insane that anyone would try it, but definitely something to be admired. Uh, he talks about going around Pendlin Firth in Scotland, uh, which is a really difficult portion because they had to be very careful about the currents. The currents would get up to like 10 knots, which I guess is, he Ross was saying, is similar to 10 miles an hour. So you can imagine if they're coming against you, you're not swimming anywhere. You can't swim 10 miles an hour. I don't know how fast someone swims, but it's not very fast. Mile an hour, maybe two? I don't know. So you've got to get the currents right. Another thing that was a problem for him is he got stung by jellyfish. And a tentacle actually got stuck in his face. He didn't even realize because he couldn't kick it, kick the pain. And he was just like, why is this not going away? Well, there was a jellyfish like stuck to his mask. Um, so, you know, that kind of was there. Another issue that he came up against, he was telling Joe that his tongue started to fall apart because of all the salt water. So it would like dry out and kind of peel, uh, which was really brutal. And, um, uh, you know, he had to take his mind off these things. Uh, Joe gives the example of some of the um, work he did with Sober October. 
and how you get a lot of mental toughness just by like listening to a great song or watching a really good movie. You can get motivated to have a lot more energy. And obviously, Ross, when he was in the water, was unable to do both of those things. So he really had to dig deep to find his reason for getting around. Um, they get into different types of exercises, what's really useful. Uh, they talk about how the deadlift is really, in a lot of ways, the ultimate exercise just because it engages every muscle. So if you've got a solid deadlift, um, you're, you're in a really good um, setup for that. Then they talk about, uh, Ross was talking about efficiency. Efficiency for endurance athletes. It's not just about having great endurance and being able to push yourself, but if you're really efficient, you can stretch out that time. And he talks about um, women, women that like to run. And women, in a lot of ways, have a higher threshold to pain, maybe because they give birth or whatever, uh, so they've got to be a little tougher in that sense. But long endurance athletes um, that run a long, you know, very long way, oftentimes women are very good at this. Um, and Joe is the example that he thinks women learn quicker. He noticed that with Taekwondo, and one of his friends, who's a big bow hunter, said women learn um, better. Uh, Joe gave the example that maybe they don't muscle things. You know that they they listen better and they have to use greater technique. So therefore, they're improving instead of letting their ego just kind of like push them through things. Um, Joe was talking a little bit about how he really thinks that Ross could do anything after that swimming challenge. Because they were talking, Ross talked a lot about the UFC. So he's obviously a big fan. He was talking about tough guys and heavyweight guys and, and how they're able to learn and push. And, and then how wrestling is one of the best backgrounds just because wrestling really does build up the most incredible mental toughness. And when you build up mental toughness like that, you can apply it to a lot of different things because you don't have any quit in you, which allows you to systematically chop away training every day without quitting, without giving up. You're always improving. And Joe said, look, you know, you, Ross is a big dude in good shape. And with that kind of focus that he has, if he could really apply it to just about anything and succeed at it, uh, which, which is really fascinating. It's a cool thing, and it's probably super inspiring to Ross. It sounded like he's a huge fan of Rogan, which is cool. They, they've been having quite a few guests on recently. I think just because Joe's show is so big now and it's been around so long, we almost forget that these people are not just guests coming on and talking and promoting something that they are into. They're huge fans of Rogan's podcast. I mean, like I said, the point of doing this is to really just show respect to um, how inspiring this podcast has been to people. And you're seeing it now in these guests that are doing amazing things. And I, and I would just love to know how much of the inspiration of these podcasts has led to these people that do these great things coming on, talking about it. And kind of giving that respect to Joe. I don't think Joe would accept it too much. He would say, no, you did this. I didn't have anything to do with it. I'm just talking. But that's just Joe. He's, he's a modest dude and uh, speaks a lot to his character. I think that's why people uh, really like him a lot. Uh, Ross also talks about when he came back to land, he couldn't really adjust to it. He was on the water so much and his feet were kind of weak because he hadn't been walking around a lot that he felt unstable, like he could fall over and struggled to kind of stay up, so he was a little worried about that. Obviously, when he was in the water, he was drinking and eating, I mean, as much as 15,000 calories a day. I can't even imagine what that would be. You know, what are you eating? Is it just like fat and syrup? 
I think he was talking about granola and beans and just so much energy. But, you know, he's got to move in that water. Swimming is hard and then keeping his body temperature up. Uh, very, very difficult. I'm amazed that anyone's body could stay together that long. That really is just a testament to how tough a human can get with the right training and, and all the rest of it. So absolutely brilliant. Um, another thing that was really funny on the podcast is, is Joe kept tricking Ross into saying that Bert was fat. And all Ross wanted to say is just someone as big as Bert, it's really impressive that he ran the marathon. And Joe was like, what do you mean big? Like fat? Is he fat? You're saying he's fat. And he just kept going over and over. Ross would not give in to it. He kept saying, Bert is a specimen of a man and he's strong and all these things. And, and I thought that was hilarious. That was really cool. And I'm sure Bert loved hearing that compliment too. Um, but the Bert fat stuff just cracks me up. Cracks me up every time. Uh, they talk a little bit more about the UFC and the, and the best weight to be for like heavyweight. Uh, it's around 240 because it gives you power, gives you size. It also gives you speed, agility, and endurance, you know, and, and Joe points out Cain Velasquez and how he thinks he's maybe the greatest of all time. Uh, then they get into the Mayweather stuff and Connor and just saying that even though Mayweather was always going to win the boxing, one thing that he had to think about is that Connor could have killed him. If it was a real fight, Connor would have picked him apart and just smashed him. But Mayweather stayed calm, kept it professional, and it's just, it's just a testament to, like, you know, the level of professionalism in the sport that Mayweather has. He knew exactly what to do, how he was going to deal with it, how he made the money. And, I, and yeah, he was a boss in that. And I think Connor learned a lot, for sure. Connor definitely would have learned a lot in that fight. And it was probably really important for him to be around somebody like Mayweather, see how he reacted, how he worked, just so Connor can build his brand and get to that level. Uh, but anyway, Ross is a super interesting guy. Um, a fantastic athlete. Really impressed that he was able to do that swim. I can't wait to have him back on Joe and and on Joe's podcast just to hear more about what he gets up to. And uh, yeah, make sure you follow him on Instagram. He's got a really cool Instagram. It's definitely worth looking at. Great conversation, so check it out. And thanks again for staying tuned, guys. I appreciate it. Peace.